Hi, this is Dan Cassetta. Welcome to Flashback Friday on Changing Lives, Selling Knives. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from people who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. Episodes feature some of Cutco's most prominent alumni and top achieving current leaders. Flashback Friday is your chance to hear a short piece of one of my favorite past episodes. We'll hand-select the best nuggets to share with you in this short form. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real-world concepts for business and life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's flashback. Today, we are flashing back to episode number 291 with Amir Habash, the assistant division manager in Cutco Vector's Carolina division. Amir finished up 2023 as the Silver Cup champion in Vector's Elite League category for managers. He continues to grow his influence as one of the fastest rising stars in the Cutco Vector Marketing sales organization. In these short excerpts from our original conversation, Amir gets into the ingredients of his secret sauce for success. He discusses some key lessons from his early experiences selling Cutco and he shares two profound lessons that he learned from his key mentors, including the legend himself, Larry Manley. What we do in this company goes far beyond selling knives, and that's the point of this podcast. You can help spread the word about this great place to work and learn by sharing this and other episodes with people in your network. CLSK is available for free on just about all podcast players or by visiting changinglivespodcast.com. Today's short episode will give you a quick look into the mindset and skill set of an exemplary young leader. After listening to these short snippets from Amir Habash, I know you'll want to revisit our full conversation. You'll find it at episode number 291. What do you feel, Amir, is your secret sauce to success, either professionally or personally or both? That's a great question, Dan. I, I would definitely say it, it's just been my work ethic since since I started working with Cutco. I started in, in late April. My uh, Cutco birthday is April 17th, 2015. So I started late April and really through the end of SC2 was just just a complete transformation. I mean, even the people outside of work could see that. My parents could see that. I was just a changed person. And, and I'll tell you, you know, I'd always been really competitive. I always wanted to be having fun, having a good time. I think Cutco gave me a great way to really funnel that competitive spirit, to funnel that positive energy, that always wanting to have fun spirit in a really positive way for me. I think the confidence and the ability to go speak to anybody, anytime, any place, and show up and be impressive that to me is probably the most valuable skill that I gained my first summer and something that I noticed right out of the gate with working with Cutco is that I became more confident in all aspects of my life. My first summer on the job, that was uh, one of Brian's first million dollar summers back when it was still a pretty big deal to do a million bucks. We were uh, number one in new business in the country. Uh, He won three silver cups that year, total business, new business, district team. And that summer, I was the number one sales rep out of over 250. And 
I did it with a $235 average order. And that was it. I mean, I remember during SC2, there was another representative and he was super competitive too. And I remember this kid had like a four or $500 average order. We just duped it out all summer. And uh, that was it. I mean, I was writing up six, seven orders in a day. He was writing up two or three. We were, we were neck and neck. And that was always my mission. When we were sitting down for phone jams, my number one goal was just to make more calls than the person sitting next to me. I don't know if, you, if you're, a, you're familiar with the movie um, Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith. Yeah, of course. So if you remember in that movie, he talks about saving eight seconds by not putting down the phone. He talked about saving time by not drinking water. He talked about, you know, doing all these little teeny tiny things. And, and that was it. Like I would every hour or so, I would just go around and make sure I was making more calls than everybody. And that was my mission was just, I was like, look, I'm I'm realizing at this point, this is a sales job and I'm not always going to control everything. When I was a new rep, my closing percentage was like 50%. I was terrified of people telling me no. So I needed to book a lot of demos because I was only going to sell on half of them. And um, so that was really it. I mean, that was just my mindset when it came to everything was, Hey, can I make more calls than the person sitting next to me? Hey, can I do more demos than the person sitting next to me? When it came to being a DM, I remember when I was the number one new DM in our region, they would ask me to give talks all the time. And I hated it because I wasn't doing anything different. And that's all I told him every single talk. I was like, look, here's my schedule. I remember Brian Herlman told me something once that stuck with me forever. And it was actually, he was giving me advice on how to have a coaching conversation with the sales rep that we had. And the problem with this sales rep was that he was just immensely talented, naturally charismatic. He sat down with them and did the demo. He was going to rock it. This kid had a high average order, high closing percentage, all the above. And you know, I was taking notes, right? I was like, cause that was a lot when Brian, instead of doing the coaching calls would walk me through how to do the coaching calls. And then I would go do it myself. And one of the key bullet points that we were focusing on with this rep was to always make your X factor, your work ethic, not your talent, because your talent is your talent is your talent. It's not going to change, right? But your work ethic, you are always in control of. And that was the message that that representative needed to hear that day. And little Brian know that to this day, that stuck with me. I learned very quickly working with Larry that excuses are not tolerated. I realized very quickly that I could never give Larry an excuse for anything. And I was like, how is this possible? I have to just be on point all the time. And so that really just forced me to go into a place where I had to just be on point with everything. And then eventually, I didn't tolerate excuses from other people when it came to what I was going to be willing to accept as far as you know how I was going to run my business from a sales rep or from an assistant manager. What am I willing to tolerate? Um, as Larry always says, you'll get what you tolerate. And so I think just that was such a huge life lesson that's impacted me just in so many areas. I couldn't even put it into words. I think it all circles back to, you know, I'm not telling anybody, look, you need to go out and work 13, 14, 15 hours a day, but have a job that you love so much where you don't mind doing that. 
And that was it for me. I, I loved every second of it. And, and I, I've really built something now where eight months a year, my development is running the show and I get to have those impactful conversations with my development, which is, you know, what I enjoy more now is, is building and growing my development candidates. So it's really just kind of set up nicely to kind of put me now in a spot where I have a lot of other stuff going on in my life. And it's just been good to be at a place now where that work ethic has set me up where I've built something that I'm proud of. And it's put me in a place where now I only have to work 13, 14 hours a day if I really want to, or if it's a key time and we need to step up because those times are so important. But that's been it since day one, just trying to outwork the person next to me and, and, and having something that I loved enough to do that because I certainly didn't have it before. Yeah. I love hearing that just example of have something that you love so much that you want to work because it's fun. You're enjoying it. You're pursuing your vision and you're helping other people and all the things that we do in our business that make us want to put in the effort. As you look into your future, how do you aspire to change people's lives through what you're doing? Yeah, I kind of stole this from Brian a long time ago, but I'm sure you're familiar with the butterfly effect. My goal is to impact millions of people through this opportunity, even if it's through the butterfly effect. I know that I have past district managers that are maybe no longer with the business and, and many still are, uh, but the ones that aren't are out doing amazing things. They're starting companies. They're hiring employees. They're teaching some of these lessons, whether they realize it or not, in their everyday lives. As I'm sure you and I both know, not a day goes by where we don't use the skill set that we've gained in Vector in some way, shape, or form or capacity, regardless of whether these students I've worked with, I'm sure not all of them will even realize that. But just the fact that it is happening, that's why I do this. I'm still here, Dan, because I know that this job is the best thing a 17 to 23, 24-year-old could do. Hell, it's the best thing anybody could do if they want to build experience, build confidence, gain a meaningful skill set. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm going to keep letting people know what my mission is. And that is to impact people in the masses uh, by the millions, even if it's through the butterfly effect. And, you know, hey, maybe I will, maybe I won't hit that one day. But I think if that's always my goal and my mission, I think we're going to do some good on this planet. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's flashback episode of Changing Lives Selling Knives, you can find the full episode and show notes at changinglivespodcast.com. You can also sign up there to receive free resources from me and some of our amazing guests. Please consider rating or reviewing us on your podcast player and hit the subscribe button so future episodes are automatically downloaded directly to your device. This is Dan Cassetta signing off We'll be back in a few days for our next story about changing lives.